Hello and welcome to the PR Department Podcast. This is your host, Katie Braden, and this is episode 19. So I want to preface this episode by saying that um, I, in this episode, I'm doing the exact thing that I am advising everybody not to do. Um, As you would have seen by the title, um, this episode is all about Andrew Tate and the phenomenon that is Andrew Tate. And I wanted to make a point in this episode which is how we can kind of combat these people and the best way to a protect yourself from these people and b stop these people from growing on social media platforms the way that they have been um and one of the main tips was do not talk about them (laughs) here I am doing exactly that um but I think without talking about it whilst it is kind of like rife at the moment um then you know it's just gonna continue to get bigger and bigger and bigger so who is Andrew Tate If you haven't seen or heard of Andrew Tate in the past month or so, like, I honestly wish I could be you because he has been everywhere. Like, he has infiltrated every single social media platform, every single podcast, like, every form of media, really. Like, he has been at the forefront for all of the wrong reasons. And a fun fact is that everything that I know about Andrew Tate and everything that I've seen about Andrew Tate... I've learned involuntarily because I've never watched one of his videos because I know how the algorithm works and I know that as soon as I start watching his videos the algorithm will feed me more of his videos so I've made a point of not watching them um I don't follow him obviously I've never actually typed his name into any of my search engines because again I know how the algorithm works um so yeah, everything I've learned about him has been involuntarily and has bestowed me without my want or need for his content. Um, so what does he do? He is a public figure. Um, he was actually on Big Brother, which I didn't know until I saw it on TikTok, um, like clips of him going into Big Brother, etc. Um but I thought he was just like someone new on the scene that had kind of like blown up. But it turns out like he's been at this stuff for a really long time. Like it seems like him and his brother have been trying to get this level of like notoriety and celebrity for years. Like this isn't a, like a viral moment where he's just like popped off overnight. Like he's been kind of trying to figure out a way to get to the top for years. And that all started, well, not started even, but that kind of took off on its course when he went on Big Brother. Um, So he's known for being um, massively misogynistic. Um, Again, I haven't watched his content, so I'm not going to like start critiquing and analysing his content because obviously I'm quite uneducated on it. But generally, from what I've seen, like I can get the gist. Like he's massively misogynistic. He has a really warped view of the world. And he's just one of those like men that... Like, I saw on TikTok earlier, this one girl was like, who keeps selling microphones to men? And he falls in that category. Like, he just, no. Like, he just shouldn't be 
vocalizing the views and thoughts that he has um and like putting it out into the world and being like yeah I'm really proud of what I did today (laughs) I can imagine um so this is what I want to discuss because as much as I don't like him and as much as I think like obviously the stuff that he says like you shouldn't be saying you shouldn't put that out there like even if you think it like what gives you the audacity like that kind of vibe I wanted to kind of break down like this phenomenon or almost and like how it works in terms of like the social media algorithm and how he has kind of really manipulated a whole generation into getting where he is now something that I started to think a lot about when um, that documentary came out on Netflix a while ago about social media you're gonna know exactly what it is hang on I'm gonna quickly look up what it's called called the social dilemma I'm glad I paused and looked that up for you guys if you haven't seen it please go and like properly watch it like it is something that you have to put on and like really pay full attention to I think I actually watched it about three times because I really just wanted to like digest and like really think about everything that they were saying because obviously like this is my this is my industry like my career is so heavily based around this and having any kind of insight is so useful and it also really helps you to have an understanding of what you are looking at and what you are digesting and why you feel the way you do and you know how algorithms work and how to kind of protect yourself um to the best of your ability if you are on social media all the time anyway so coming back to the social media dilemma um I've actually just looked up the name and just called it something different it's called the social dilemma not the social media dilemma anyway um so coming back to that I um, began to realize really quickly after digesting that that um, it kind of solidified for me that social media platforms specifically you know Facebook, Instagram um, and now TikTok are all about um, keeping you on the app and keeping you scrolling no matter what. So at what cost and that is what the social dilemma in huge part is about like is at what cost are they keeping you on the app and something that they touched on was how um when human beings are outraged um they engage with something more and for a longer period of time than if they're engaging with something that they they love and like makes them happy and positive so the negative kind of like outrage and anger reaction keeps people on the app longer in a nutshell which is what these social media companies they aim to do at any cost so coming back to Andrew Tate if you apply that to his content what is the first thing you think of like he sparks out outrage like outright outrage um you know there are so many people who have such strong opinions of him and they really think he's vile and they really don't like him and then on the flip side you've got people who really really like him and they love spreading his message even though they know it causes outrage it causes discomfort it hurts people it all sparks outrage um and this was something that I touched upon um during BLM and afterwards um because I always like to remind people like 
these social media companies, they can block keywords. Like if they wanted to get rid of like the majority of racism on their platforms, they could. Like if they wanted to ban certain derogatory, hurtful terms, they could. But they don't because it sparks outrage. And it all ties in to why Andrew Tate, I believe anyway, has become the phenomenon that he is so quickly because he his content is literally there to make you outraged. Therefore, he's going to have viral moments all the time. The platforms are going to push out his content because so many people are engaging with it. You're going to get people on TikTok duetting, stitching, sharing his videos, you know, all for the wrong reasons, but it's keeping you on the app. And as long as you're on the app, the social media channels will support it so that's that I think he's quite in terms of like a social media strategy if you planned to blow up on social media the best the best and easiest way to do it is probably to do something like negatively outrageous like when you look at all of the characters who are currently like leading in like numbers terms UK TikTok you've got like your Chelsea Lee Art your Evil Queen your Alphaba your Poor Breach and like all of these people I don't follow any of these people I don't like any of their content none of their content is anything like what I like to ingest but they are on my for you page every single day and all of them in their own right spark outrage like when you apply that very simple concept people who have all of these viral moments and blow up very quickly apart from obviously people who genuinely like gain social media stardom for whatever reason it's because they're sparking constant outrage and people are constantly annoyed like it all makes sense and I think TikTok feeds into it even more um so we now scroll to where we are now with Andrew T and this is why the, this kind of present day is super interesting and it's also part of why I wanted to discuss it because in saying everything that I just said <laughs> I'm now going to contradict myself um so he just recently got banned <laughs> from every single social media platform so first of all it was all of the meta platforms so your Instagram your Twitter your Facebook all that jazz, all your traditional platforms, right? And I was like, oh, okay, bold moves, bold moves. I appreciate it, nice. Um, but then in the back of my head, I was like, they're never gonna ban him off TikTok because obviously TikTok is a Chinese-owned app and I feel like they are just like a government all to themselves and they actually don't care. But then a couple of days ago, he then got banned off of TikTok as well. And I was like, wow, like, this I think is going to cause a real shift um, and this is what I find really interesting because this could mean one of two things. We could either be seeing a shift in these social media companies like is this the start of real change question mark where social media companies are understanding that they can't just keep sparking outrage all the time and keeping people on the app from like a negative sense like they do have some level of responsibility over people's mental health and you know nurturing a generation that are now coming up and living on practically living on social media so we either have that or 
Or we have the second option, which I think is kind of more likely, and they're just making an example out of him. Like they they banned him, and they've gone, oh look, look how good we are, look how much we're protecting you, look how you know we're so responsible. We've got rid of this nasty man, Andrew Tate, and they've kind of made him like a poster boy, like they've scapegoated him, like they've given him a public hanging, so that all of us are like entertained. And again, we're we're looped in, we're watching, and we're going, yay Instagram, yay TikTok. But actually, behind the scenes, we're still seeing derogatory terms popping up left, right, and center and the, the the platforms are doing nothing about it even though they could you know so I think that's probably more likely what's going on here but anyway he's banned um so from off the back of that he then turns around and says oh no no, no guys you got this all wrong I shouldn't be banned because I've been playing a character the whole time <laughs> which like to me it it really is blatantly obvious that he has been playing a character the whole time. Like, you can't seriously think that, A, there's this guy who has all these opinions and has the audacity to share them and just, like, loves being hated. Like, I, there's no way that that is, like, 100% like you. Like, I... I re I think even though obviously all of those things that he's saying and like this so quote unquote character he's playing, obviously it's embedded in truth and it's embedded in his own personal beliefs. But I do think it is exaggerated because he knows sparking outrage, saying all these things, it's getting him those like huge views, his huge following. Um but it is quite comical to me that he's now backtracking and being like, Oh no, I was just a character. It's not really it's not really true. But it is true, isn't it? In the eyes of people who are following him, like all of his like dedicated followers who hang off his every word, like he might be having a bit of a laugh behind the scenes, like, oh, I'm playing this character, like what colour is your Bugatti? You know, which is my favourite Andrew Tate quote. Again, I've never watched his content and I have a favourite quote. Like this is how much this man is like out there and ingrained in all of our brains. Um, But you know, you've got his what colour is your Bugatti and then you've got all of these guys who are, hanging off his every word but to them it's very serious um and you're igniting this like you know troop of men who now also think it's fine to have the audacity to say these things in public and expect people to just go with it and it's fine like it kind of reminds me of um and we're gonna get a bit political here so apologies if this is annoying to you but it's a really good comparison um you know you've got like um when trump was president you know like he was saying all these things which yeah like maybe he did believe but as the president he was standing there and saying it is okay to have these views and it is okay to speak like this in public and it's okay to want these things or feel these things or think these things which actually is not beneficial to have out and about in a society where you've got all of these people who are bad people kind of lurking in the shadows they're keeping themselves out of society because they know that they're not going to be accepted and then you have someone like Trump stand in front of them and all of a sudden all of this darkness comes into you know the light of day because they're being told that their like horrible thoughts are acceptable and that is exactly on paper 
what Andrew Tate kind of stands for. He brings out all of these men who maybe were like keeping their misogynic thoughts a secret. And now all of a sudden, they're all out in the light, all over my TikTok for you page, spouting shit. Like, in the last couple of months, how many podcasts have we seen pop up by men who have these like ridiculous beliefs and they're all just like sat around a table discussing stupid topics and it's like Andrew Tate has given them the confidence to do that and even if he was playing a character like that's not okay like we don't want them on the for you page go back to your cave please um so what's next um I think this is going to be really interesting because as I said like this has kind of sparked a wave of people who have seen him what he's done in order to achieve success and you know it's no secret that this outrage is gaining him like a massive followers and a lot of money and all this jazz that everybody else seems to want um so now you're getting copycats like I've already had three separate men consistently pop up on my TikTok in the last two days that are basically like cookie cutters of Andrew Tate and I just think like this is all your fault mate like you've gone and gone yourself banned but you've kind of like spawned like people in your place who are just doing the same stuff um so at the moment I think we're going to see like a huge surgence of men with microphones doing podcasts talking about random stupid shit and also men on your for you page again spouting shit apologies but it's the only way I can describe it um so back to what I said in the beginning let's kind of like circle back what can we do about these people (laughs) someone please what can we do about these people um literally like the more we talk about them even in outrage the more we share the more we watch the more we click the more they're gonna grow and the more they're gonna be seen and the the more eyes that they have on them the more chance they have of growing an audience and a following like that's just the bottom line of it the worst thing we can do is give these people attention she says making a podcast with his name in the title yes I'm aware I am a hypocrite but if this means or if you take one thing away from this and it is to you know like on TikTok I absolutely love the not interested button like if you see a video that you don't want to see or you don't really want in your algorithm choice you can um hold the screen and then select not interested and it kind of like tells the algorithm like I don't want this content on my page um so that is really really helpful I do that with any and all of that kind of content also I know that there are a lot of people out there again who are outraged by the content and they want to stitch it and they want to react to it and they want to leave comments and they want to interact because they are outraged don't like the most powerful thing you can do is swipe past click your little I'm not interested button and move on with your day because the more attention you give these people the more eyes they will have on them like the tiktokers that I named earlier you know all of the ones that do like duels and they're all like begging for gifts on instagram lives and all that stuff sorry tiktok lives um you know that community of people the more we post them on these like pages whether we're just making fun of them or 
you know, talking about them and sharing their stuff and screen recording their lives and sharing it and all this jazz. Like you might think that you're making a point, but really you're you're just fueling their fire. So I think that is the most important thing to recognize is have like a, a self-awareness when you are on social media and understand that you can control what you are digesting by basically expelling it from your algorithm and not engaging with it um so yeah that is my thought on that um and again I think if you take one thing from this it is that self-awareness and that protection of how you use social media and your mind when you are using it um you know really bring back to the front of your mind as much as you can when you are on social media like the fact of you know the whole point of that social dilemma documentary honestly I think about that almost daily and I would highly encourage everybody else to think in that way as well because it really does help to kind of like protect your emotions a little bit when you are online especially someone like myself who's online a lot um, whether I like it or not it is part of my job and I need to pay attention so you have to have that awareness um you know, it's the same as like if you go out into a nightclub, you have an awareness. When you're in, when you're on social media, you ha- also have to have an awareness. Um, so yeah, I hope this episode was interesting, hopefully useful as well. Um, and yeah, that's everything, and I will see you in the next one.